This is War Room Moments, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and most relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. War Room Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board. Here's your host, Jason Miller. Hey folks, welcome to today's episode of War Room Moments. Today I have Mindy on the call. Welcome to the show, Mindy. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me here, Jason. Awesome. Well, hey, I will screw up an introduction for you. So (laughs) what I would like you to do is introduce yourself and tell the audience what your superpower is. Absolutely. Thank you. My name is Mindy Huebner. I am an intuitive mindset mastery coach. My superpower is twofold. Uh, I bring the unconscious conscious, which means I listen to you reveal and then help you release the limiting beliefs that keep you from having an extraordinary life and a soul aligned business. Nice. You know what my dad used to call it? What? Free your mind and your ass will follow. (laughs) I think that's a song. (laughs) (laughs) It probably is. He used to tell me that when, uh, Years back when I first joined the military and, and I'd call home whining about how hard things were and he'd be like, boy, just free your mind. Your ass will follow. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's pretty profound, pretty profound. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Well, well, hey, uh, thanks for that little intro. And, you know, the whole mindset topic has always been fascinating to me. Because, I mean, I know every, and this just isn't about business either, right? This is just life, period, mm-hmm. right? Is, mm-hmm. is mindset oriented. And I've always been that mechanical guy. If you ask anybody that's ever worked with me, they always say, you know, God, you're just so mechanical, right? And, and that's kind of me. And you know, I mean, I know mindset's important. I'm not taking away from it, but mm-hmm. but I don't think people really understand it fully, right? Okay. Yeah. On, no, that's fair. Yep. You know what? People don't understand the the effect it really has, and hell, I probably don't either. So, um, if you could share some, you know, of your perspective around mindset. Uh, not just around business, but life and yeah, all the no, things. For sure. That, for sure. That'd be fantastic. So let's talk about your brain for just a second. Your brain deletes, distorts, and generalizes based on your beliefs. So if you believe that being in the military is really hard, <laughs> your brain is going to delete, distort, and generalize based on that filter that you've given it that, uh, you know how, when you set filters on a, on a program and it's like, Oh, filter through this, it will filter that through. This is how powerful you are. You think this thought over and over again, what I run into in, in, in my line of business and just in life in general is people are very overwhelmed. So they they think continually I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. It then becomes a belief. It, it becomes what they say after I am. Side note, what we say after I am are some of the most powerful words in the universe. So we think this thought habitually, it becomes an I am, a belief. You're then so amazingly powerful. You create habits to prove it to yourself. All of us work this way. 
And so we are always winning the game. We are playing. Are you playing a game you want to be winning? What are you saying? What are you thinking habitually? Your brain can't take in the 70 to 80,000 bits of information. That number varies depending on the expert. Uh, it takes five to seven. That's what can, that's what it can handle. So you have a filter, a RAS, and it filters things through it and it needs something to base it on. So it bases, bases it on your beliefs. That being said, you cannot hustle your beliefs. So this is where mindset comes in. Uh, you can grind and struggle. And I know this from personal experience, you can grind and struggle and get somewhere that's not sustainable. So how do you get to come from a different frame of reference, shift something, see something in a different light so that you can find the joy and ease in it, or you can delegate it out even, you know, it's that we want to start stepping into that ease that gets to come when we are in alignment with our beliefs. So mindset is also not, we're not talking about toxic positivity. We're not just talking about positive and negative. Like, you know, that, that's not, that's not the work that I do. It is much deeper than that, than just looking at things, going, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Well, like emotions make us human, right? And those also, we get to process those. So there's fixed mindset and there's growth mindset. And we, we want to, if we want to have an extraordinary life, we want to shift into a growth mindset, a place of believing that we are limitless as opposed to when we have a fixed mindset, we will fight for our limitations. We will tell our stories over and over again. We believe them and we make them true. So this is a definition of mindset and how it gets to work, how it gets to work for you. There's a, uh, that process, that thought, belief, habit process also gets to shift into becoming the human who. So identity is huge in your mindset and I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you identify as a military man. (laughs) So this is in your identity. So you're not going to wake up tomorrow morning and go, I wonder if I won't feel this same way about this anymore. Like that's not in your identity. Another way for people to think about that is I'm an ex-smoker. I stopped smoking 27 years ago. I don't wake up in the morning and think, I wonder if I'm going to smoke today. Cause it's not in my identity. Like this is not a thought that I think this is not a belief that I hold. It's not a habit that I have anymore. And that is because I worked on the mindset around that. I started shifting out of being a smoker into being a non-smoker into not identifying with smoking anymore. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, you know, when you look at, you look at how I don't really know what to call it, not feel sorry for yourself necessarily, but I call it the sheep's mindset, right? Okay. It's, it's that, uh, especially in leadership, right? It's like, uh, if, if an employee would ever say, right. So it's kind of shifting away from the business into just maybe the employee mindset, right. Okay. Of, of, 
I don't think my leader is leading me the way I want to be led. Okay. Right. I call that sheep's mindset, right? Because that's a very following mindset, like lead me where I need to go because mm. I don't want to have a brain. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to think or anything like that. Okay. And, and I think you see a lot of that in the employee mentality, but then you see the secondary cause and effect of that um, really from the leadership perspective, because then like today, right? We're dealing with this whole weird kind of employee type stuff going on right now. Mm-hmm. And business owners are having a hell of a time trying to figure out how to process how to how to process that, right? How to deal with that, the whole idea of the great resignation and all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And and dealing with all that. So I I guess in that in that vein, right? What are you seeing with the clients you work with, so on and so forth, when it comes to dealing with these like very multifaceted mindset shift things because of where we are today? Because it's not, it is no longer what it was two and a half, three years ago. Right. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you two things. One, I'm going to tell you about a client that came to me COVID Mm -hmm. because her brick and mortar shut down. Sure. Perfect. Now what? I don't, I, you talked earlier, we chatted before this, you talked about companies pivoting in a way that they never would have thought about pivoting. Well, she knew she needed to pivot online and yet she, her mindset was such that I can't do that. I don't know how to teach online. I don't know how to do things online. I only know how to do things in person. Well, we know that's not true. Like, you know, this is a limiting belief that she felt like was a fact. This is a Mm -hmm. fact. I don't know how to do it. So we got to get curious. And this is really important too. getting curious. We're not going to shame. We're not going to guilt ourselves. We're not going to coulda, woulda, shoulda. Let's get curious about what gets to open up for me if I start believing that something else is possible. And so this is where you start a mind shift. What are the gains, a mindset shift? What are the gains and what are the losses? Well, what are the gains in just trying on an online business for size? And what are the losses? My brick and mortar is closed. So like, that's a done deal, right? New York City, Mm -hmm. she's in New York City, done. Through our work together, and then I'll give you the other example that also contributes to her and everyone else we started doing those shifts. We started opening up. I call it cast the vision and then you cast the vote. So who do you want to be? What ultimately, what kind of business do you want? Well, I want to, I want a million dollar online business. Okay, great. Let's start showing up as her, like start casting the votes for this identity, for this vision that you've cast. So what I told her and what I tell everyone, we can live at cause or we can live at effect. When we live at effect, we get a list of excuses about why things don't go the way that we want them to go, about why employees don't want to work for us, about, and we're pointing our finger, we're blaming everything, we're blaming the economy, we're blaming the great resignation. We're doing all of these things. Essentially, what we're doing is giving away our power. Mm-hmm. When we shift from effect over to living at cause and being at cause, we get a list of results. We might not like them. <laughs> 
They might not be the results we want. However, we are standing in our power enough to know I got those results. I can get better results. I can be willing to change. I can check the data. I can check in. Am I taking the action that actually needs to be taken in order to create the results that I want? And so when we switch from effect to cause, we start getting results. We start recognizing that the only thing that we can control ever is us. That's it. We cannot control one other thing. And when we decide that we are going to show up as our badass self all the time, that's it. It's a game changer. Then we start shifting that throughout every facet of our life, throughout facets of our business. I don't know if you've ever heard the quote, uh, how we do one thing is how we do everything. I disagree. I will say to you, how we do one thing is how we get to do everything. So when we start to master being at cause in one area of our life, we can start mastering it in all the areas of our life and then have the life that we truly want. Yeah. I, you know, I, I have found, or I think most people sometimes find themselves in the excuse bucket, right? So, you know, I try to wake up every day and I tell myself, I look in the mirror every day. I do this literally. I'm not even kidding. I look, I look in the mirror every day at myself and I tell myself, today you're not going to make any excuses. You're going to do nothing but make progress. And that's it. And I do that every single morning. <laughs> awesome. So that's and a form of affirmation. You're, the, yes, you're, you're doing absolutely. affirmations. I love yep. affirmations. Our affirmations yep. help rewire our brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I love a well-placed affirmation. They are very, very, very useful. Yep, for sure. So, well, you know, uh, there. if you didn't catch, just for the audience's sake, if you didn't catch a few of those little nuggets in there, you just weren't paying attention um, <laughs> about what she was talking about. because. There's a lot of power in those, uh, you know, I often tell people that words mean things and a lot of words don't can mean nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if you catch the little things, those are the big things. So hopefully they caught some of those in there. Um, And, you know, interestingly enough, you know, kind of talking in this mindset realm, Mm-hmm. It kind of brings us into, as business owners, we all have struggles. I mean, mm-hmm. period. If you say you've never had one while well, you're lying, it's <laughs> impossible. <laughs> I don't care if, I guarantee you, Jesus had struggles, right? So, well, yeah, clearly. He had, to, he had to deal with, yeah, aside from the one, the one major struggle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He had to deal with, yeah, exactly. I'd say he had a few struggles. A few, right. So we all go through them and, uh, you know, part of the reason we started this podcast, like we talked about before we hit record was, you know, how we can help the younger generation. Right. So Mm -hmm. If, if you were to go back and talk to your younger self when you got started and go, hey, look, this is going to be a struggle. This is how I fixed it, right? Yeah. So you don't have to take that arrow, right? Mm-hmm. What, what would be one that you think would be real valuable to a CEO, a young 24-year-old CEO 
um, that's just starting today. Yeah. Uh, my own personal struggle, you can't out hustle your beliefs. What I would have told myself was, uh, rest is not lazy. I am extremely driven and extremely forward progress oriented, uh, and resting meant lazy to me. So I was constantly achieving and extremely successful and exhausted and Mm. didn't realize what was happening. The model of everything around me was like work harder, keep working. If you want something, you have to work harder. And while I'm not saying like working hard gets to be something that you do, it also (laughs) doesn't need to kill you. Uh, What happened was I was actually lowering my productivity by the constant grind and hustle. Mm -hmm. I do not subscribe to you'll sleep when you're dead. That that's a lie for me. And I, and I won't, I won't perpetrate it. Um, Our bodies and our focus and our genius all needs rest and rest breeds productivity. And so my advice to the young CEO is don't buy into the lie that resting is lazy. This is where you recharge to come up with your most spectacular, highest impact, highest grossing ideas <laughs> is when you rest and you take that time to tune in and care for your whole self so that you can show up as your badass self in your business and make all those, make all that success happen. Yeah. When passion and purpose collide, you're your most powerful self. Exactly. Exactly. And you, it's very difficult to be passionate and purposeful when you're exhausted, when you're running on caffeine, when you're not sleeping enough, when you're not moving your body intentionally, you know, to keep it healthy, like all of those, all of those things, all top, 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 top entrepreneurs, top successful people have a huge spirituality practice. They have these things where they, they tend to themselves first. Because what can we control? Us. And that's That's it. That's right. That's right. It's it's interesting because I read an article the other day and a good majority of, you know, even successful like startups, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A lot of the CEOs, they fall into alcoholism. They fall into uh, a, a lot of the really, really bad habits of, of I would say entrepreneurship, not even mm-hmm. business ownership, right? Um, because they're just going so hard all the time and they fall into these habits and those, you can, you can run a very successful company, um, but not run a very successful life. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. And, uh, and are you creating, this is always boggles my mind too, when we like create lives that we want to escape on the weekend or like, oh my God, I need a vacation so bad because I hate my life so much. <laughs> like I love right. vacation. Don't get me wrong. I don't need a vacation from my life. Like, right. And I've created that on purpose. It took me a while to figure that out, that this doesn't have to be you know, 
that, that you don't, you don't have to work until you're 65 or 70 to retire, to die, right? Like you get to be living the life that you've dreamed of and have this business like right now, just, just start showing up like that person, start casting those votes. It will start rolling out in front of you because yeah. you're always winning the game you're playing. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Well, thanks for, for that. And there's a lot of value in that. Uh, that struggle and how to overcome it, no doubt. Um, and uh, kind of transitioning into closing things up here. I always like to end end this with this question, and it's a bit thought provoking, and and uh, it takes a little bit of energy in the brain, right, to to think through it. But if you could pick someone that could have been here with us today, dead, alive, doesn't matter that you had that burning question, what question would it be? And who would it be brought on the show? Oh my gosh. This question is the worst, Jason. No, I'm just teasing you. <laughs> I could, you know, I'm, I, I'm actually a super deep person, but I'm not going to get deep and profound on this because uh, I, I could, I could go really deep. I love James Clear and he wrote Atomic Habits and it is, I love, love, love it. And I reread it every year. And um, I don't even know what question I would ask him necessarily. I would just want him to just like sit and impart a little bit of wisdom. Like, tell us the one thing that we need to know, James, about like, he has created this following. He has this, you know, Simon Sinek, what's your why? Like, which is now shifted into something else, right? Like James Clear, Atomic Habits, like, creating this um movement that has surpassed him that yeah. like how do we get to do that james because he's done yeah. it and i think he's amazing like so uh, that would be like give us that wisdom how do we all get to start our own little you know revolution mm-hmm. mine is rewire the brain like this is my three-word revolution that i want to be a a movement that goes on without me how do we get to do that? Yeah. I I call it the the footprint. That's what I call it. For sure. I call it leaving a footprint behind. Some people would call it a legacy. Legacy. Um, mm-hmm. I call mm-hmm. it a footprint, right? Mm-hmm. It's where, you know, when you finally do become worm dirt or however you're going to go or uh, in the, the fiery hell of a forge, whatever you're going to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um Who's going to look back and go, mm, yeah, that dude was all right. Or, yeah, she was all right. Right. <laughs> so, because if we can do that much in our right. life, that is a freaking win. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Absolutely. Big, big time. Absolutely. So, for sure. Well, hey, how do people get a hold of you to work with you, Mindy? Tell yeah. us uh, how people can get a hold of you. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can also find me just started out on TikTok. I swore I wouldn't. And yet <laughs> there I am. I'm on Instagram as well. Uh, so if you if you find me on TikTok, give me a little grace. I'm just figuring out that platform. Uh, but LinkedIn too. I'm Mindy Hebner everywhere. It's easy to find me that way. If you just Google it, you'll you'll yeah. find me in all the places. It's funny because we just started TikTok today too. <laughs> And I said, never, ever, when hell has to open up. I'm never doing TikTok. 
fire in my house, I'm not doing TikTok. But here we are. <laughs> never say never. I did That's two it. things in the last 10 days that I swore I would never do. Uh, I, I switched over from an Android to an iPhone and I got on TikTok. <laughs> boy, you're you're just knocking them out. I'm glutton. I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> well, Mindy, thank you for being on the show. Thank I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day. Um, we're all busy and uh, that means something to me, and I hope the audience appreciates thank it. You. Thank, thank you. So thank you so much. Thank you again. All right. Hey, thank you for attending uh, this episode of War Room Moment. My name is Jason Miller, your podcast host. Remember, dream it, believe it, achieve it. And it's Jason Miller signing off. Thanks for listening to War Room Moments with your host, Jason Miller. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we'll see you on the next episode.